In this episode, we answer a lot of questions, questions from Patreons and some random newbies, questions like what would happen if we switched genitalia? Spoiler alert, I'd get straight on my back and tell people to shove it in. (laughs) Question from newbies is bareback sex. Would you have it? And what would be the repercussions if you wound up with the disease? We talk about all of that and what you would do, but we do not talk about abortions. (laughs) Just watch me. All right, Lauren, we have started. Here we are again, sitting in our same old studio. We did not get a new studio. We didn't get a new studio, but we got some state-of-the-art equipment. That we don't know how to use. (laughs) We didn't get a brand new state-of-the-art studio, and I blame that on our Patreons. What do you you call them? Evangelicals. An evangelical. Get that hat out and put that money in that hat. It's time to pass the trade, people. Pass that trade. Put that money in. You want to see us in a state-of-the-art studio, don't you? You want to go to heaven? That's right. There's nothing that's going to get you into that heaven faster than you taking your panties off or entering (laughs) those pockets. I don't know which it is. We get a studio and you get thousands of virgins. Can you imagine? That's how. That's our, what our church would be. That's how our, our religion works. That's it. That's it. Our religion works like this. We have a complaint. There was an altar boy who, <laughs> who has a complaint. Yeah, they're fair game here. Mm-hmm. That's how that works. Okay. To, to be honest, what he was wearing was very provocative. <laughs> he was wearing pants and a white button down. He's a man now. Let's all be proud. <laughs> Speaking of defiled children, we are talking about newbies and questions finally yes getting around to that podcast that we promised (laughs) over and over again and finishing those questions but we have a a wonderful surprise tell me richard you didn't tell me we had a surprise that's a surprise that's why i I brought two wonderful newbies here who are young fun and eager to come oh that sounds like a bad spring break t-shirt young fun and looking to come still a bad spring break young (laughs) hung and want some oh that's better i like it it's a workshop but they have a lot of questions they're always hitting us up and they're like, hey, when can you guys have sex? And we're like, hey, slow down. You know, get just come into it. Dip your toes in a little bit. Right. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Send us some nude pics. <laughs> because that's how we roll. But uh, no, we, we actually became friends with these people. They are slightly new. They've had some experiences. We're going to allow them to, to talk on their own. They don't have a microphone just yet. We would love to get them one. If our Patreons help. Again, thank Hello. you. Hello. Go look at our Amazon list. <laughs> we should really get an Amazon list. That would be amazing. I need to put that. So we'll ask them a few questions, and then they have a question or two for us that we're going to answer, and we're going to weave those in with all the Patreon questions that we never got around to airing uh-huh. because our life was so busy educating the rest of the world Under ASA regulations. It's so hard being a NASA member. It really is. It really is, Lauren. But we do it for the people. Mm -hmm. It's a sacrifice. And this is why we are allowed to operate as a nonprofit. (laughs) All right. So first, we're going to go over to the Patreons. And this picks up to where we were talking about the difference between boys and girls (laughs) and their parts. Well, not actually just their parts, but how the man 
the man thinks differently. How the man thinks differently than the female. Now, I tend to think that this is very topical right now with all this trans thing going on and pronouns and everything going on. Not that this was meant to touch on any trans topic or transphobic or anything like that. It's not. But it is something to think about after hearing it back. I was like, oh, yeah, there is a lot to say about people talk about trans in sports. They talk about trans. What is it to say about changing the male mind and the wiring of a male mind, which is one of the things that I bring up here about literally changing the parts. Now, if you transition into a woman, that is something that I actually have absolutely no problem with. If you switch parts and you become a woman, hey, man or woman, (laughs) congratulations. We had a girl. Happy day. Oh, it's it's a new business I'm going into. Sure, I'm sure. I'm having adult reveal parties. So <laughs> this is the thing that we start talking about is if I just take off my junk, mm-hmm. right, what happens? And I, re- and I remove it and I put in a vagina. You're still thinking the same way. My brain remains the same. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is one of the things that we're talking about here is how the female brain, generally speaking, is wired and how the male brain is genuinely wired and we're not making a statement for for all women for all men well listen to you you'll know what we're talking about <laughs> women can you explain how cerebral you are compared to men i agree i think there's two things i think there's two things but for, for men are mostly visual sexual people yes and so it's very easy if you're hot which is great not everyone's like that and that's right. cool for myself it's, I don't, I don't even know what I'm attracted to because it's very, it can be very situational. Right. Like if someone is really funny or if I make an emotional connection with. I I was talking to Lauren here today that if men and, and women were able to just switch genitalia, just genitalia, don't, don't switch anything else, just bottom genitalia. You get to keep your boobs for, for a day, I have a vagina, Lauren has a penis, and you put us by at, a, at an event or at a desire or a hedo or whatever. There is no doubt within minutes, I'm spreading my legs telling anyone to stick their penis in. It, it just it, within seconds, <laughs> I'm just like, fuck me, just stick it in. I don't care. Stick it in me. But there's there's a big difference between that attitude and a female. There's something very different. I, I I often wonder what it is. I don't know why it exists in in a female like that. I mean, they're not all. I'm generalizing here. Of course, there are a lot of women who can just open up. <laughs> open up. <laughs> Forgive the pun. There is a difference. And what I'm saying is, I want a vagina. Here's something that I want you to to work on. <sighs> this is hard, ladies. Please sit down. All right, you're all good job. You're all sitting down. Can I just add one point that it was like fine, Lauren, take over. You've done all the talking already. <laughs> like the part where it was like the guy saying, you know, making the coming the goal of sex yeah. is when the guys are approaching the couple and whoever. I guess I say guys, but the they're like, I'm the best at oral. I'm the best at this. I'm the, I am so good at this. I'm so good at that. Don't do that anymore because you can tell your things that are flirty. But when you say like, I've had someone be like, I am the best at oral. And I'm like, okay, but 
I'm not always like just down for just laying there in a foursome and having someone go down and give me oral for like, okay, I want to move around and do other things. I don't want to dedicate 20 minutes to your awesome oral experience. I, I give way more credit to women. For me, when I meet a woman, or I think when women meet men, there is no doubt in my mind that as soon as they meet a man, Within a five-minute period or less, they know they're going to fuck you or not. They know if they're going to lay down with you or not. Yeah. The the decision is made. Whether you are selling whether how your tongue works or not is just a waste of fucking energy. Well, and it also signs me up for an experience that like I don't necessarily want to... If the play is happening in a different way and it's organically moving in a different way, I may, I may just like... I may want to go down on her and focus on that for a while and not have so you you're just be- telling the man to just stop saying it. well no it's just it's not even about just oral but it's like when you put something on the table like that i feel like you're writing the script of how this of how the play is gonna go and it's like i am the best at you know i'm just using oral because it's a popular one it's like okay great if it goes that way and it happens, then great. What I will, you, well, I will experience it, but I don't, I don't like having things where then you're like, what do you like to hear? Do you like to hear? Cause this is something I like to say. It's so just hear me out. Keep your mind open. I'm going to lick your asshole for 10 minutes just to let you know what your pussy's in for. Great line. Solid. Yeah, solid Have you been line. working on that? Yeah. I mean, cause it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's good stuff, Richard. Thanks. Thank you. Everything else b- b- except that line. Uh huh. I, I, yeah. All right. So let's just settle that it's they should. Uh, can I jump in? Yes. Someone help me. <laughs> so I think what Lauren might be saying is for a woman, how a man makes us feel is very attractive for us. Where for guys, you guys are very visual. You like seeing the boobies and all that good stuff, which is hot and awesome. And we like to see a hot man, but we also like to hear what you're going to do to us in a nice way. Not I'm the best at licking. Uh, <laughs> the asshole. I mean, yeah. whatever. <laughs> pick a hole, pick an orifice. It's not really important, right? <laughs> But tell me uh, gently what you're going to do to me. Make me laugh. Ask me about myself. Those are things that get me going. I agree. I think I think she is the new co-host of Room 77. It's great. I'm out. Yeah. You are so... No, it's Lauren and I. Richard's ah. out. Yeah. Oh, even better. Oh, my God. Oh, this is <laughs> we wonderful. We should do one. a show I'd watch. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh. I'm in. We should do one, though. Seriously. Naked. because I don't We know. could do it naked. Yes. And it'll be like for people who like boobs and for people who want... Like vaginas. Like bites. And then, uh, and then they'll pan to me. Stop putting down your your breast. Why do you always no, put I down like your boobs? I, I like my always boobs. say that. I you like always... your boobs, Lauren. I love I just... little boobs. Yeah, I, I, I my thing. That, that sentence never ends with penises. So <laughs> we have E and J. E and J wanted to chime in on something. Oh, go on. Um, I just want to piggyback off the cake, but going off of that, sometimes when you hear guys that say, I'm the best at this, or I'm really good at that, sometimes it can kind of come off a little arrogant. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see what you got. And then it's like, that was it. Yeah. I, I feel that's, I agree with that. (laughs) I agree with that. It's like, I would never say something like that because then I'm like, first of all, I'm like, did your wife tell you that? 
because like <laughs> I like I don't know. I just would never set myself up. I agree with that. I I don't think that that's something that people gotta hear. That stop unless stop it's doing like that. I'm really good at massages. I would be like, oh, that would so be. Yeah, I got good hands. I got I got yeah, that's like, something that's, that's attractive to hear. Yeah, sure, let's do that. I'd that hear that. Good. But yeah. wait, I think it's part of my thing is like because of I'm using the example of oral. It's like I'm being taken out of the foursome. I can't have someone be giving me oral and me be doing something else because I I can't focus on those two spots at the same time. I know that sounds really strange, but I have to be completely focused if someone's giving me oral to enjoy the pleasure of it. Otherwise, if I'm blowing and someone's giving me oral, my mind goes straight to blowing because that supersedes for me. Like I'm like, I'm enjoying this so much more. And they could be down there for like 15 minutes like, hello, hi, hi. Uh, I've been down like my tongue is sore as fuck and you're just you know slobbering because you're you're blowing some guys i'm gonna move on you're gonna move on yeah mr newbie and mrs newbie how are you we're looking at you on zoom right now all the way in iowa i'm quite surprised even has internet i didn't know zoom worked there might i say to our listener you both look amazing your lighting right now is showing off a lot of definition in both of your bodies. Yeah. Am I right, Lauren? Like they just look like they look like they've been sculpted. I know. Like Leonardo DiCaprio. No, that can't be the right artist. I don't think I mean he may sculpt stuff. Who knows? He does everything yeah. else. You're allowed to laugh. Whenever people come on here, I, know. I see them laughing and they're, they're like throwing sh- stuffing socks. I'll just cut you out. If it gets if it gets annoying, I'll just cut you out. I have the capability on this side yeah we're not uh we're not recording on that that, that cassette tape anymore (laughs) so how are you guys hey we're doing great we're awesome you you look you look awesome let me let's lauren why don't you ask them how many how many sessions they've had that's what we call them in the lifestyle sessions play sessions well how like how long have you been in the lifestyle time wise let's start with that uh, right around five months. Oh, damn. In Within those five months, how many times have you gotten naked with another couple? Person. Person. Let's keep it a Someone outside being. your marriage. Someone in this species. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to count here. Oh, I, shit. It's not that many. It's like seven or eight. Let's say eight. Between seven and ten. Okay, so we have to Between seven and ten. Now, does that count couples because we're doubling up with couples? Like a couple counts as two. So would it be two, four, six? Or are we talking no. about seven? Are we talking about seven couples? So- We've actually only played with couples. Yes. Oh, two couples seven we played twice. sessions. Two couples we played twice with, plus the one, two, three, <laughs> seven, eight, seven. Nine, ten. <laughs> Seven or eight sessions, and some of them have been repeats. Yeah. Okay. Great. Thanks for summing that up. Good. And this is full swappy? One was a soft swap. But the soft swap wasn't first. You jumped in full swap. Correct. Way to go. We'll be right back. All right, Lauren, really quick, let's pause and tell everybody to go to Patreon and support us. And don't ask them, tell them to do it. Tell them why it's important. All right. Go to- And use your bleeding heart voice. Go to pa- no, not oh. that bleeding heart. Okay, no, go to patreon.com forward slash room seven seven because we are still unsearchable because it's that good over there. And when you do that, you can join up for five dollars, better than a coffee. You get 
access to basically just becoming part of the family. You, you're constantly involved in our lives. You have direct access to us. It's a great family that has a, a Telegram chat that is nonstop. And you're supporting us. Now, again, I'm going to say this. I've said it before. I look at the numbers all the time. Everybody's listening. It's the same amount of people, <laughs> but less people are giving to Patreon. That's just how the numbers are working. Now, we understand that times are tough out there, but they're tough for us too. So you're still listening, but we're having a harder time. So it's a tougher time giving you the entertainment and all the fun. What we've done is we've gone to the lowest common denominator, sex and nudity. And what we've done is we've got more sex, nudity, and we've put that up on OnlyFans. And if you go to Patreon and you sign up, we will give you a free month of OnlyFans and you can fuck with us. There you go. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not even going to talk about the Telegram and all the other stuff you get. Just at least come and support us and watch us fuck. That should be enough. That's Lauren, it. where do they go? I don't even want to waste any more time on this. <laughs> Done. Go to room77life.com or go straight to patreon.com forward slash room77 and sign up for any tier this month and we'll give you a free month. Is that true? No, I just made it up right now. Oh. Because you said a free month. So I'm just saying, yeah. Hell oh. yeah. Let's do it. If you sign up for Patreon in May, uh huh. I will give any tier $5 and up a free month of OnlyFans. Okay. Well, feeling generous today. Awesome. That's my begging voice. All the people who just joined are going to be really pissed off. <laughs> Tell those people who they are. <laughs> Uh, that would be Tim. <laughs> Tim, Luis, and Missy, Camillo, Knoxville, MNC, David, Heedy, Fritz, PJ, Todd, Who's Your Doc, Travis, Mark C, Kevin, and Haywood. Thank you all for supporting us and thank you for understanding how important it is for us to get through life and needing money. To entertain you guys. That's yeah. what that's, that's what it's about. Shit ain't free. <laughs> Your first time as a full swap? Yes. Yeah. Bravo. Did you know that going in? We're just jumping into the deep end. The way it went down was we didn't realize that they were, uh, they had a hot wife dynamic going on. Oh. And so we had agreed that we were going to just soft swap. And then we communicated that. And then my Mrs. Newby <laughs> pipes up in front of everybody. Hey, well, if you want a full swap, just go ahead. Under the bus. Yeah. And I, I respond magnificently to those kinds of surprises. <laughs> yes. So it turned out all right, but it was a, uh, so it wasn't really anything but a heads up on. It was an in the moment decision. How long have you two been together as a couple? 19. Yeah. 19 years. Almost the exact same time together as Lauren and myself, except uh, we've been together for 20. So we win. Not that it's a contest. <laughs> After 19 years. What was the thing that made you go, yeah, let's start fucking other people? <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't on our radar at all. We didn't um, even really know it was a thing. We thought maybe it was a made-up thing that people laughed about. But really, if I would have had said, do swingers exist? I would say, no. Like, that's like a fictitious story that people tell. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. He Tooth fairy. Like, in your imagination. <laughs> the catalyst was, I just started thinking about, I had some things happen professionally that made me start thinking about regret in life. Making sure that I don't live a life with any regrets. 
that led into me finding some some podcast content regarding swinging. <laughs> and so our dynamic is such that normally whenever I present a new idea, it's normally met with a chunk of resistance. I'm the breaks and in the relationship. So I presented some of this content. I was anticipating kind of a shutdown, maybe a divorce notice. <laughs> <laughs> it was a... I was, uh, what I wasn't anticipating was, wow, can we do this? Oh. I have FOMO. And so he had sent me a <laughs> list of things that we could do to enhance our sex life, which we already had a good sex life, but we could do something to spice up. Let's spice up variety, do something different. And I was like, oh, shoot. I think I'm doing, I must be, you know, disappointing him or being apathetic about sex. And he was like, I'll send you an email. And I'll have a bunch of ideas and you can just pick one of your one of the ideas that you like. Super sweet, super kind. And I'm like, oh, well, I, okay, let's do that. Sends me this email of podcasts we can listen to, audible books, that, you know, some raunchy stories we could listen to or something, porn or ideas or genres we can try new. And he goes, but by the way, I've already listened to these first two podcasts. And I was like, hold up. So then I'm feeling left <laughs> out. I got to hurry up and listen. So I have an earbud in one ear. Where I'm trying to be a mom. I homeschool. I'm busy. And I've got swing podcast in my one ear and like hey mom can i have a cookie and i'm like screaming through trying to get all this content in and then i'm like is this a thing we can do this how did you find this mr newbie at this point when you're getting this reaction are you like score (laughs) no i'm not i hadn't prepared myself for the reality that it might be met with positivity <laughs> I mean, I made sure we did not have sex before we got married. I'm telling you, I am the break. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm like, ah, the penis is out of my vagina. We can do whatever else. <laughs> and so when he, I go, I'm like, can we do this? I think he said something like, who stole my wife? Are you drugged? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what alien abduction. You're a decoy. <laughs> Bring my wife back You're right a now. decoy. I immediately start going into, okay, well, I think I want to do this, but let me just make sure. I'm going to go out and test run it myself. For yeah, hey, man, I'm going to have to take this one out on my own here first, and I'll come back and let you know. I start just researching the shit out of the topic and trying to educate myself as much as I can to just minimize the downside. I went into this, I'll speak for myself, with just trepidation. Like, I don't want to mess up my marriage. I don't want to mess up my life. I just felt that I could mitigate that just with my education. So I spent a ton of time trying to really understand what the lifestyle was about, how it worked. After two weeks of intensive education, <laughs> I, uh, I concluded that this was an absolutely viable option for us in our marriage. And and we decided to jump in. That is a go for launch. That is a go for launch. All right. So you decide after your extensive research on Wikipedia... <laughs> How long does it take after that for your first experience? So two weeks of educating. We had Cassidy and SDC up within a week. We had our first date <laughs> the week after that. Jesus. And then we had our first experience two weeks after that. So. Damn. I am changing your name from newbies <laughs> to the most efficient swingers I've ever met in my life. But it goes with his personality, which is what I love so much. And I also wanted to just say to the Mrs. Newbie that your initial reaction when he brought it up, it's so important to not just pass right by that because I think it is such a common reaction for us to be like, what are we doing wrong? You know, and it's, it's so not, it doesn't have anything to do with what we're doing wrong or what we're apathetic about. It's like, it's a whole new hobby. It's a whole new thing we can experience together. And it does take research and stuff. But I just wanted to say that that reaction is so raw and so common that um, we hear it. We've heard that a lot. Yeah. I mean, just to add to that, I mean, probably the most common thing 
reaction that you hear out of a wife or a part or a part usually a wife is am i not enough and that makes us that always makes us really sad to think that someone feels like that when someone on the other side is we know how the lifestyle feeling is it has nothing to do with the lack of love the lack of what someone is giving to you but how much more you want to live life and how much more you want to enjoy life with your partner and how much more you want to share with your partner. And that is really hard for some people to wrap their heads around. So for you to react that way, just kudos to you, really gives a a good picture of who you are as a person. Thank you for that. And everybody should uh, find you and and give you money. If you have a Venmo. We were going to, yeah, we have a Patreon too, if it's okay. No, no, you don't. It just goes straight to us. Sorry, you can't advertise here. All right, next question. Five months in, what are you thinking so far? Loving it. Yeah, right? Just loving it. I think I often like wake up and be like, was that a dream or did I really do that? And then I look in my closet and I see what I wore the night before. I'm like, I guess I really did that. Here's the evidence. <laughs> or, but I didn't wear the night before. <laughs> Enjoy these years while you're doing it in the beginning. There's an adrenaline rush and endorphins, a honeymoon period in the lifestyle that you will never be able to recapture, much like your own relationship when you were in your own honeymoon period and that point in your relationship when you just met. But there is a rush to it, almost drug-like, that will diminish over time. So enjoy it right now. Lauren has a question. She has her finger up. (laughs) I just I I didn't even finish my sentence. No, that's why I'm raising my hand. And that's all I have to say. Lauren, do you have a question? Well, thank you, Richard. No, I was going to say I don't love the word diminish because I think it's more about a morphing. It will evolve into... Not a diminishing. Yeah, it's not like the honeymoon diminishes. It's just it morphs into a different level. Like we have developed these amazing friendships and things that we in the beginning were doing different things that we wanted to be more one time and not repeat. And now we've morphed into a different level. So it is a great period, but so is the next stage and the next stage and the next stage. Back to you, Richard. Okay. There are other benefits that you get out of it, but there is also a part of it that you will never, ever get back again. Exactly. But it's not that that's... Yes, there are replacements to it. It, There are other things that you gain out of it, but I'm saying there are some specific excitements out of it that you will never get. My first time doing X. Right. Mm -hmm. Not X, if X was a drug, but like my first time doing uh, yeah, like your first threesome, your first first threesome, MMF, first whatever. whatever. Yeah, some of those were really, really exciting. Yeah, I, I, I don't, point. I don't want to overcomplicate it. And and again, like Lauren said, I'm jaded, and <laughs> I'm just trying to say, enjoy and embrace where you are right now. How, how long and do you? How long does that stage last in your office? years? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, years. I mean, at your speed, it may be like months. Yeah, I'm going to burn it out after about nine <laughs> yeah, months here. <laughs> You've researched it all. Well, did that. I can retire now. <laughs> tick, 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 tick the box. <laughs> You're in the dog years of swingers. So <laughs> you've asked us some really interesting questions. When I first saw you, I was like, this guy looks really dumb. That's, that was my first impression. <laughs> I, I get that all the time. That's so <laughs> all funny. Time. I saw him. I was like, I- oh, bless his heart. Dumb as a bag of hammers. Yeah, we're going to have to dumb it down. Turns out, very smart, very articulate. Same goes with Mrs. Newbie. Very smart, very well-spoken. Apparently, they know left from right. (laughs) So you've asked us some interesting questions. 
<laughs> what is a question that has happened to you recently that that has come up in the lifestyle that has made you go, huh, is this something? Because that is something common for, for newbies to be like, oh, that wasn't covered in the brochure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something that did come up recently was we'd heard this now from a couple of different couples where they were describing the scenario where they have kind of a closed loop of play friends that they don't wear protection with. And it comes up because they say, do you have any rules? And we're like, actually not many. Oh yes. Condoms always. And then that introduces this idea of like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We do condoms. But we're also kind of looking for this. So there's never been any pressure for us to not wear protection. And, and we always were like clear that for us, at least this stage, like we're pretty committed to that. It started to, in our minds think, hey, is this a thing? Is it kind of the holy grail getting to a place where you got people that you just don't use protection? You got with? these three couples or these five couples or these group that they within themselves don't use condoms, but then they play outside of that group. They you, you wear condoms. And, and I couldn't really get clear on like how you'd get a system going where there would just be a lot of assurance that unless you're like purely exclusive, which again, we're not really interested in purely exclusive. So another great question. Thank well you. thought out, mm -hmm. well, well articulated. Great question. The truth is, uh, in our experience, is always our experience. Yeah, it does. It does exist. Now, there's a really big taboo out there about talking about or even doing or having unprotected sex out there. The last thing anybody wants to do or talk about, especially talk about out there in the world, is unprotected sex. You ask anybody, do you or did you ever have unprotected sex? No. Mm -mm. Nope. Never. Not us. Not us. Don't mm -mm. do it. We always, are. always, 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 always condom. Mm -hmm. I don't believe it. It is out there and it does exist. And I understand the groups that you're talking about. We have also been in these, and I'm putting them in quotes, but you can't see because we're on the, the podcast, you think? <laughs> we have also been in these circles of trusted groups. But here's the way we look at it. And we are definitely not innocent in that we have never, ever, that we have always played protected. We are not innocent. However, Whenever you're put in a situation, and this goes for anybody, whenever you're put in a situation where someone's trying to pitch you an idea of, we're going to play without protection, because let's be honest, condoms suck. They, they suck. suck for her. They suck for guys. They just suck. And it's, it's just less fun. Holy grail, great word for it. <laughs> as safe as you want to be, it comes down to you. Only you are making the decision for you and your partner. That's it. You should never, under any circumstance, leave it to anybody else. So you are taking that risk yourself. Doesn't matter what they tell you. Doesn't matter how many times they say they have done something, how many times they said they got tested. I don't care if they got tested last, a week ago. A week ago. It doesn't really matter. There is absolutely no way that you can trust the words that are coming out of people's mouths ever. What risk are you willing to take with you? And your family. That's it. Did anyone go out and cheat during that group? I don't know. They don't live in my house. You have to say to yourself, am I willing to wake up a week from now, a month and go, huh, I think I have gonorrhea. <laughs> and then go 
to the hospital and get that treated or worse, have have herpes or or something that that you can't cure, then tell everyone that you that you were with that hey, this is what happened that night and this is this is what I have. I don't know if you're affected or or you're not, but this is what happened. I don't know where I got it. I don't know if that answered your question. Put it in short terms, you recommend bareback. Is that go bareback and then you murder them and you bury them in your backyard. <laughs> It keeps everyone safe. And that's how you lifestyle, kids. That's how you lifestyle. Well, I mean, we've had it to where, you know, people are like, I use dental dams. Do you have dental dams? I'll only blow you with a condom. Like, I mean, some people are really like hardcore and Richard's like, okay, if you're only blowing with a condom, then you're not blowing me because that's not how I yeah. roll. Yes. So- you can blow the condom. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just go with anal. Yeah, because you can't catch anything with anal. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah I learned that in biology. Yes. <laughs> That's how it works. Something, Something about the anal glands. That kills everything back there. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of layers to it, but... I think you were going to say, like, but with the whole concept of it there's really just take some penicillin where you're going to go down that road or well, something? Well, yeah, I mean, no one's dying of syphilis anymore. <laughs> No one is dying of gonorrhea. I mean, these things are curable. It's not the end of the world to to me anyway. And this is me from the outside looking in. It really has this stigma. Again, opinion. This is where everybody takes their radio and kicks it in the car. (laughs) We'll be right back. All right, Lauren, we need to pause for the number one selling bikini of 2022, 2023, and what looks like to be 2024 and 2025. It's amazing. It is amazing (laughs) because those stats are true. Now, (laughs) what I heard is you, this new campaign bikini. Yeah. What is it? It's an acronym. And I don't think that people really understood that bikini of bikini addiction is stands for because I know I need it. Because I know I need it. Yeah. Because I know I need a bikini addiction bikini. That is something an addict would say. (laughs) That's what they do say. Because I know I need it. (laughs) Well, why? Because I know I need it. And this is something that is revolutionary with bikini addiction. They have sewn into the fabric an addictive drug that releases dopamine into the system. And the more you wear it, the better you feel. (laughs) Serotonin. Yeah, it just releases serotonin, dopamines into the system and it never runs out. And it keeps you feeling good. (laughs) This is also a true story. We had just released the 77 bikini, the little 77 bikini. We just got a story back where there was a woman and she was at a vanilla resort and she had the 77 bikini on and a person had recognized it and they said, hey, you know what's up. And this person who had otherwise hadn't had any real sexual adventures in his life wound up in an orgy that night for the first time. This is true. You can check it on chat GPT. (laughs) This is true. So tell these people where they can get it because they need it and how they too can go to Vanilla Resorts. By the way, these people did have kids with them. They put them in that little play area. That's right. And they went to town. (laughs) We'll be back later to pick you up. Yeah. Enjoy that slide. There's a lifeguard. Have fun. (laughs) Mommy and daddy's got some slipping and sliding to do of their own. That's a true story. Again, type it all into chat, chat GPT. Tell me what it says. I want to know what the answer is. 
because I know I need it, I'm going to make you go over to bikiniaddiction.com and use our promo code to save 10%, promo code ROOM77, and support us at the same time. And make sure to check out those ROOM77 bikinis. They're super hot and they will get you super laid. The link for the 77 bikini is on our website, room77life.com. Back to the show. It's about that housewife walking into their doctor and saying, I have, I have gonorrhea and having to explain that becomes the worst thing someone can think of. I I think there's a lot of layers to it that just make it more than, than, yeah. Yeah. The the shame component is kind of what you're talking about. The, you go in and you got like an infection and a cut on my foot. I don't hesitate, but I might hesitate right, feel right. terrible exactly. if I'm going in talking to my primary. Especially in a small town. If you have the infectivity of a large town, you can just go to a different urgent care, a different doctor that doesn't know you. You don't go to your primary care. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's people do that math in their head. They're like, if I get something, what what the hell would I do? Go into into Dr. Stevenson and tell him I got the clap? I can't do that. He's 75. He's going to be like, how the hell did you get the clap? This is <laughs> medically impossible, Karen. He knows my family. Yeah. He sits next to me in church. So, you know. We used to get tested uh, and do our full blood panel with our primary care physician. We were like, we want it all AIDS, everything. Just do the full panel. And he would just nod. Yeah, but we we're in the middle of Los Angeles. Yeah, just like. We probably had sex with our doctor. Who knows? <laughs> I don't even remember. Uh, not true yeah so i mean it's again (laughs) is it as bad as people make it out to be going bareback it's not going to kill you but is it shameful and is it uncool still in the ls world yeah it is we're not condoning go out there and have bareback sex but i don't think you're going to get the truth out of anybody when no one is going to say yeah, we do it. Yeah. No one. We've never asked. All three couples offered it. Just saying that we use condoms. They're like, oh, yeah, that's fine. And we have it sometimes. <laughs> We're like, okay. If you didn't want to use them, I'm saying that's an option too. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Like if you had accidentally left them in your car, I wouldn't make you go out and get them. <laughs> Walk all the way to your car. There are a lot of things that this lifestyle community is going to tell you is right and it's wrong. And they're right in that they say that you should use protection because it is protecting all of us in a way. However, you know, there are also diseases or infections, you know, HPV. Uh, you'll need to be penetrated to catch HPV. I mean, there's a vaccination for it now. That's going to be eradicated off the face of the earth in the next generation or two. There's oral gonorrhea, an oral type of herpes. There's a lot of different ways to catch a lot of different things. So it's 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 such a slippery slope of you know where do you, where do you personally draw that line? And the responsibility comes down to you as a person. If you have something. You should not be playing unprotected or you should not be playing when you have an outbreak. Yeah, period. Uh, period. Period, period, period. If you are clean and you know you're clean and you are a good person, you should be able to make decisions as a clean adult and do whatever the fuck you want with another consenting adult. Someone ultimately is always going to, f- someone's going to fuck that up. The only thing I would add is that if that is your true belief system, like a hard line for you, like there would be, you don't ever change that mid game. Like that's a real hard argument waiting to happen. Like 
no, we said no condoms. And then I turn around and there you are fucking her without a condom on. And I thought that was our rule. And it's like that. I, I've seen that before as well. You have? What husband was that with? You. <laughs> I've done that. You. <laughs> we talked about it on an episode. Oh. I mean, not that it was like. One time I lost my condom inside someone and I didn't know it. I just remember, wow, it feels really good right now. <laughs> wow, sex just got a yeah. lot better here. What wow. happened? I'm so sensitive. <laughs> what brand is this? <laughs> oh, it's invisible. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what kind of clique group or cult they have. It just ultimately someone in that pact is lying. <laughs> <laughs> They just, they just are, you know. Everyone wants to put on a good face, but not everyone's an angel. Or they don't know. I mean, they, you know, they've got something, but the gap between getting yeah. it and the yeah. test that shows the thing is. You know, one couple said they get tested once a year. I'm like, once a year? Yeah, there's just time that it takes for these to show. But I've also read all these, this, most of this stuff is very treatable. The horror stories that we grew up at the picture shows in seventh grade. And- Herpes barely made it in as a venereal disease. That's how weak it is. Well, it's because chicken pox is a type of herpes. And so is shingles. E- yeah. And so is a cold e- yeah. sore. They're all herpes. Yeah. Only made it in uh, because of heavy campaigning, actually. <laughs> Uh, to, by to, the farm, big pharma. Uh, I believe so. I can't oh remember God, what what, what the uproar was, but it was so weak that they were like, "We cannot add this. This is like the most ridiculous. <laughs> this, this is barely anything." But they added it anyway. There's this huge, like, disgusting campaign against it. So it's it's like it's a lot weaker than than people think. Oh, I, I think. bought it hook, line, and sinker. I'm I've. Always been terrified of. Well, that was the campaign. Hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, that's that's the campaign. That's it is. It really (laughs) is. That took me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was like terrified of it. Yeah, that's because you indoctrinated and how bad it was. Don't get me wrong. I I don't want it. Yeah. And then we, as a generation, lived through the terror of AIDS, and we, as a generation, still, I think, feel, feel that fear of sex and death. It's still there. I think in our heads a little bit. This is in the 80s, right? I'm not trying to lighten it at all. And I'm not trying to say it's nothing to worry about. And you shouldn't protect other people. I'm just saying that it's it's completely up to you as long as you your partner safe, keep other people safe. If you do have something. That's why they changed it from STD to STIs. Disease is that we think an incurable like cancer and infection is, oh, I have you know, a cold, I have I've got pink a sinus eye. infection. I have a sinus infection, I have a pink eye infection, something that I take embryonics, and that's they actually were changing it to infection. It doesn't sound as they wanted to destigmify it. Right. Where you can just take a pill and it'll go away. Please treat it and right. get rid of it. Yes. Well they call it, alcoholics call it alcoholism disease. Yeah, because you can't take a pill for it. <laughs> I've got an alcohol infection. <laughs> I have it every Friday. You have a serious alcohol infection. <laughs> I have a coke infection. Yeah. And well, no one brought up ha- having protected sex and swinger babies, though. That's just was off the table. No one said, brought up like, well, I'm wearing a condom, so I don't have a swinger baby. It was oh, just all about yes. infections. Let's, let's walk our way into abortions, Lauren. <laughs> That's what I always wanted to talk about on Room 77. Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just another infection. <laughs> yeah. with, how old is your infection? It's only like four weeks. Get it out! It's in its first trimester. 
and a birthday celebration for my infection this weekend. <laughs> up. We only had time for one question. I apologize for that, but we're, we're going to have to uh, come back and ask you another question, I guess. Uh, Richard and Lauren and the newbies, instead of talking about abortions, which is what Lauren wanted to do, I'm going to end this conversation now. <laughs> and we will talk to you guys later. All right. I'm sweating. Thank you so much for talking to us. Have fun having sex out there. And we'll talk to you later. Peace out. Say goodbye. Bye. Not you, yeah. Machacho. <laughs> My skin's on fire. All right, Lauren, that is about it. It's actually not about it because I still have 40 minutes of those Q&As left. I mean, I know it. That's though. I know. We're going to play them at another time. We're going to get through them. I promise. We're just going to keep the people tuned in. Keeping people tuned in really quick before I get on to the complaints that I want to. I just need, this is a little bit of therapy for me. Really quick, Toronto, tell them about the X Club. Come join us for a one night stand June 9th or 6 9 in Toronto at the X Club, and we will be there partying it up, dance it up with us. We got some special stuff. We're giving away bikinis, we're giving away underwear. I mean, my underwear. I'm going to wear the bikini and throw it in the audience. It's going to be fun. I'm going to give away my underwear too. I actually crapped in it and we're going to we're going to actually auction that off but we're going to have special DJs there we're going to have some dancers there we're going to have a special thing there that I don't really want to announce yet we're going to have a lot of time but just to remind everybody we're only there Friday night June 9th we are there Friday night so make sure if you want to see us be there Friday night otherwise we'll be at Niagara Falls jumping off <laughs> And also, uh, Sensation in October. Make sure to go get your ticket. Yeah, we have like two or three rooms left. Go and grab those lost spots and come join us. It's going to be a lot of fun on Isla Mujeres. We look forward to seeing you or just reach out if you have any questions. Who doesn't want to get naked with us in October? If you don't want to get naked with us in October in a tropical paradise, I don't even want you listening anymore. <laughs> just just turn it off now. Beep. Doesn't really matter. It's the end of the show anyway. But uh, here are my complaints. And I'm going to talk about this on another episode. I think I'm going to dedicate maybe an entire episode to this. I actually was at the gym today and I was thinking about something else. And now I'm getting sidetracked. But I was thinking about I was thinking about two things. I was thinking about flakes. And the other thing I was thinking about, uh, I can't remember. But I was thinking about flakes and how many times we've been flaked on mm -hmm. just in the past month or two. We are, I think, zero for five. <laughs> That's true. I That's think how Asa bad it is. Reached out, Asa reached out and wanted to give us an award. Yeah, for most flaked on yeah. couple. I mean, the amount of people that have flaked on us that said, hey, we're coming down. And these include uh, people that we don't know. These include actual friends. I have had it up to my fucking head with flakes in the lifestyle. And what I found... And this is just a PSA that I am I'm required to give AmericaSwingersAssociation.com that most of these people that do flake I've found 
are not really in the lifestyle. They're or they're they they have about one toe in, mm. or they are not in touch with the lifestyle at all. Yeah. And it annoys the f out of me. It really does because you're talking and you're dealing with people who don't have an emotional connection to anything. They're so selfishly in it for something else that the emotions don't exist for them right. because they're in it for such a narcissistic reason. And this could be that single douchebag guy who is off trying to get his his rocks off for whatever reason that you are literally one step above a, a prostitute. <laughs> Or your friends who are like, I want to have a wild and crazy night once a year, but we're not in the lifestyle. (laughs) And their emotions aren't involved in it enough that they, they talk to you like they're in the lifestyle, but they're not. And they don't understand the difference between language and friendship and friendship and expectations expectations. and empathy for others who are on the other side of those words that you're saying. And and I'll end with this, just the, just the last, just in the last week. and, And I kid you not, we got a message on one of these sites and we're not always giving out, sending out messages to these people. We got a message from someone who was like, hey, we are huge fans of your podcast and we would fucking die if we could cut, if we could see you while we're there. And we we're like, all right, what's up? And they said, this is where we're doing. Could you do it? And we're like, yeah, what's up? What's up? One night they reached out and they were like, hey, we're down the street. Do you think you could stop by for a drink? But we're really dirty and on our way home from something. And we're like, no, <laughs> no. no. That, that wasn't the plan. That's not how you framed it, first of all. We're not a watering hole. Uh, and then they were like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're having this party at our at our place. Again, huge fans, a lot of respect here. The next text I got is, hey, do you know a topless resort we could go to tomorrow? You mean the only day left that we had to get together? Sure. Oh, hold on. Let me put my travel agent hat on yeah. and I'll put my swinger hat down. Hold on. Let me let me help you avoid me more. <laughs> um, sure. Here you go. And poof, gone. Never heard from them again. Never Did heard from them. Did they sign up for Patreon? No. Oh, they're not huge fans. No. No, they're not huge fans. They're 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 huge fans of the thought. Of, yeah. of things. PSA out there, if you're one of these assholes who flakes on people, stop it. Stop it. People have lives and most importantly, they have feelings that are attached to these messages. Don't you understand? It makes people feel like shit. Yeah. Because you're making a list out there with other options does not mean that your flakiness goes unfelt on the other side. Okay? So just stop it, you asshole. <laughs> Ooh, you know what? I feel better. That's so good. I do. I feel better. It's like making a big poopy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I feel so much better. Oh, my God. I have to go after that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Bye, everybody. All right. I, I have to go. I have to discuss some things with you. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to go leave a positive review. Or for more information, go to room77life.com. Thanks for stopping by Room 77. We had a blast. Now get your clothes and get out. Now we lose it all We let go of-
broken.